Today on CityCast Las Vegas, cheers to Restaurant Week. Until June 17th, approximately 200 restaurants all over the valley are serving up special menus to support Three Square, Southern Nevada's only food bank. Three Square's Director of Development, Kate Hibbard Gaines, explains the goals of Restaurant Week and working towards a hunger-free community. And of course, I couldn't help but talk about what restaurants we are excited to try to support this great cause. It's Thursday, June 9th, 2022. I'm David Figler, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. Kate Hibbard Gaines, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks, David. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, and I'm excited to talk about all the different restaurants that are participating in this project for Three Square, which hopefully people know about. But if they don't, it is a food bank. It's it's actually a very large food bank and the only food bank in Southern Nevada. Maybe before we get uh, started, you could tell us what a food bank is uh, and and maybe uh, distinguish that from what food pantries are, because we know there's lots of food pantries all over the valley, but there's only one food bank, which is Three Square. So what's what is a food bank? Yeah, no, thanks. That's a great question. Yeah. So as you mentioned, Three Square is Southern Nevada's only food bank. We're the largest hunger relief organization, four counties, Lincoln, Nye, Clark, and Esmeralda, with a lot of that focus being here in Clark County, where there's most densely populated, but we cover about a 41,000 square mile um, territory, which is pretty, pretty large. And as the food bank, we are essentially a procurement and distribution hub. So we source in food and then we get that out to our uh, community partners, which are many times um, soup kitchens or food pantries. Those pantries are then putting that food into the hands of the individuals who need it most. So we provide the sourcing of the food, we get those partners what they need, and then they get it out to those individuals. So the the concept is that you're you're the food bank and as the big repository, I guess, of food, where do you get your food from or how does that work? We we source food in a variety of ways. Uh, we have, of course, get a lot of donations from large corporate groups, um, also from big food manufacturers. Um, we purchase food, right, because we can't always depend on donated product to come in at the size and quantity that we need it to. We also have a fairly robust food rescue program where we've got about five to six trucks on the road daily going out to the various grocery stores around the valley, picking up food that would otherwise maybe be thrown away. Some of my favorite things I've seen through our warehouse from food rescue have simply been, you know, pallets of peanut butter because the label got put on upside down, or we've had bananas that got marked as plums and it's easier for them to donate that product than to pay someone to re- relabel it. So um, it's a lot of times really great food. It's just there's something maybe quirky about it. And then there's also like the um, government program, the TFAP, the um, Emergency Food Assistance Program. And so really there's not one stop shop for us. We get that food in a variety of different ways. Okay, awesome. So let's talk about the big event. And this is the 15th year of Three Squares Restaurant Week in Las Vegas. So what what is Restaurant Week and Three Squares role in partnering with what I understand to be over 200 restaurants in the Valley? Yeah, we're thrilled with this year. Um, you know, there was a little bit of a pause during the pandemic on Restaurant Week, so we're, we're thrilled to have it back and feeling like it's in its full form. But Restaurant Week is essentially an opportunity to go out, dine out, and have a prefixed menu. So 
Like you said, 200 uh, different restaurants are participating. You can go to uh, restaurantweeklv.org to look at all the different menus. You can get a $20 lunch, an $80 dinner, $50 dinner. I mean, all kinds of um, different price points. And then each restaurant is then giving um, back to the food bank for every cover sold. And so you actually can quantify each dollar that comes to you through Restaurant Week in number of meals that get distributed to the Valley, right? Yeah. So restaurants have the opportunity to um, set their prefix menu and then give back either four, five or six dollars per cover sold. So every dollar donated to Three Square provides three meals. So your one meal that you have dining out can multiply pretty quickly. That's just remarkable. So when I'm looking for the higher price point, I could feel higher price better or yeah. higher community better. I guess that's a better <laughs> way to phrase it. Yeah. So how, how has Restaurant Week evolved in Las Vegas in that 15-year period it's been around? Gosh, you know, it's just been growing and growing every year, it feels like. And um, when I first started at the food bank almost nine years ago, uh, we actually had two one-week restaurant weeks. We'd have one in the fall and one in the spring. A few years back, we actually just merged that into just a 12-day extravaganza. So really, the name's a little bit misleading. It's not a week. It's 12 days where you can go out and dine out for a good cause. Right. And have any restaurants been hesitant to embrace it in any way? I mean, other than the giving part, what is the upside for restaurants? Yeah, there's some great marketing behind it. It's one of our biggest marketing pushes that we have as a food bank. And, um, you know, they get to do something good. I used to go out and do some of the restaurant week trainings and just really enjoy talking to the staff. They would get so excited because they could, you know, it, they live here, right? So they're, right. they're, they all live here and they're serving folks and they know that they could head to a table that they might be serving and encourage them to give back to the community that they live in. It was a really, really um, rewarding experience, I think, for many of them. I think if there's ever any, any hesitancy, it's just because it's maybe something new they haven't done and it's a matter of kind of getting the word out. Um, we're thrilled with 200 participants, but we know we can continue to build that and we, we intend to over the years. Fantastic. And do you find there's anything unique about this being in Las Vegas as Las Vegas? I think it's just the variety, right? So um, mm. you can go anywhere. You can go to neighborhood favorites like Honey Salt in Summerlin or Table 34 down in Henderson, or you have this extravagance of restaurants across the strip that you can also check out. Um, so we just offer a wide, wide variety of options, I think, for people and try to make it easy to participate, whether it is if you want to go to the strip or you don't, you have those options. Fantastic. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about some of the, the goals of Three Square and the type of programming that programs like Restaurant Week do support. So we, we hear the term food insecurity a lot. Uh, and Nevada, unfortunately, does wind up on a lot of these lists of having one of the highest uh, levels of food insecurity in the country. Do we know why that is? Yeah, you know, it's there's a lot of reasons behind that. During the pandemic, we we saw record high rates of food insecurity, and and unfortunately, before the pandemic, even those record those rates were super high. Um, today, one out of six individuals doesn't always know where their next meal is coming from, hmm. and. And that can be for a variety of reasons that people are facing food insecurity. You know, I'll tell you a quick story. About a few years back, we had a local grocery store chain that was doing a give back at the register. And so they asked us if we would come in and, and speak to their staff about, about Three Square and why they'd be asking for money at the register from their um, customers. And after that little talk, I was leaving and there's a woman who was in the paper towel aisle. She was restocking paper towels and she stopped me and she said, you guys do the orange boxes, right? The orange lunch boxes. Mm -hmm. And what she was referring to is our kids cafe program where we provide after school meals for kids. 
And, and I said, yeah, we do. And she said, well, if it wasn't for you, my two girls wouldn't eat. Oh my God. And my heart and my throat just sank. Right. And I just said, that. I said, excuse me, excuse me. And she went on to explain to me how her husband had gotten sick. He then lost his job. They were over expended with so many medical bills that they're having to face. And then she had just picked up this job at the grocery store, not but three weeks prior and said she'd never imagined she'd be in this situation. And I think that that is a story that maybe the details change, but seems to repeat over and over again, where people just find themselves in a situation that they never anticipated. And suddenly you're having to make really difficult choices between, am I paying for my rent? Am I paying for my um, groceries, my medication this week? What, and having to make those trade-offs. And more often than not, food ends up at the bottom of that list or last yeah. on that list. Yeah. And I, I know that, you know, the, the goal of three square is to reach a hunger free community and in, in not just in Las Vegas, but in all of Southern Nevada and certainly all the counties that you serve. Um, the pandemic was probably a big challenge. I, I remember reading some accounts that you were getting very close at, at three square and, and the state was getting very close to closing that hunger gap. And then the pandemic hit and what happened? Yeah, that, that hunger gap. We actually did. We, we, we closed that meal gap for the first time and it, it's as if it never happened because, you know, just weeks later, the, the pandemic hit and suddenly, um, hundreds of individuals were just like this one woman that I spoke to finding themselves turned upside down. They've lost their jobs. They're not sure how much longer they're going to be able to go, um, with, without, you know, being able to pay their bills and all those kinds of things. And so, we just saw record high, high rates of food insecurity during that time. You might recall just seeing the lines of cars, you know, uh, miles long for people waiting in line to get food. Um, there was that unknown for so many. But what I'll say that really was um, encouraging, I mean, it, being in the food banking time at that time, it was a hard, hard place to be, I would say, because it was just like we were drinking from the most extreme fire hydrant ever, right? Trying mm. to do everything we could. But there was so much hope on the other end. And I had that privilege of being able to answer phone calls from people saying, I just want to help. What can I do? I had no idea that this was a problem. And so this community rallied in such an incredible way. Um, I shouldn't be surprised. You know, this, this community, since I've moved here, has con continually challenged my initial assumptions I probably had about 10 years ago that, oh, it's just the strip and um, that's not my scene. And uh, But every year I've lived here, it's just sort of really challenged me to look at this community really differently. And um, it was incredible, the number of people that were just calling and reaching out and asking how to help and the opportunity to educate them too, because so many people don't realize that food insecurity exists. Um, it wasn't until there were these long, long lines of cars, you know, and they're wondering what's going on. Right. Did it make sense to them? Yeah, I mean, lots of stereotypes, you know, it's like, how could there be food insecurity? There's buffets everywhere, some nonsense right. like that, right? Sure. Uh, um, well, how can Southern Nevada residents, uh, other than getting really nice meals during restaurant week, and I want to talk about that a little bit more, but how can they support Three Square? What, what's yeah. a more direct way for people uh, who are interested in helping with that? Yeah, I think there's a variety of ways. You know, I know that it can sometimes be overwhelming, just but take a small step, right? You can make a donation, as I mentioned. Every dollar donated can provide three meals. Um, you can sign up and volunteer. We always need volunteers down at the food bank. Come down, you know, pack some produce or help us sort through um, donated food items for a few hours. It's going to make a huge difference because everything you touch 
you know is going to impact somebody's life at some point, if not just later that day or the next day. You can also advocate, you know, for for food insecurity and just sort of learn about it a little bit more. Uh, We have got some great information on our website, freesquare.org, and um, as well as our parent organization, Feeding America, which is feedingamerica.org. Right. Um, I've been to that food bank. It is immense. You just see pallet and pallet and pallet of of onions and other foods and, and just so many people there, presumably a lot of volunteers as well, just helping out. And, and that is a, a really great way to do it. And I was surprised that uh, Three Square not just hits Clark County, but also Nye and Esmeralda and Lincoln. I mean, you're really covering the areas that... Um, you know, are all around us too, with people who are in this need. I I know that the summer food program is something that uh, Three Square is also really uh, proud of being a a partner in. And that is, you know, during the summertime when kids don't have the same access to food that they do during the school year through the school. So how does that work out um, as, as summer now hits? What's, what's going on with that program? Yeah, that's our meet up and eat up program. So any kid um, age 18 and under can go to one of these free meal sites. They're listed on our website. Um, I believe there's also a text line, which I'll try to get, but they can go to these locations and get a free meal. Cause as you said, so many of them depend on school for a meal, at least for breakfast and lunch this is an opportunity for them to still get fed. And we've got locations like Boys and Girls Clubs, YMCAs, um, all kinds of places across the valley that they can go and get a fresh meal. Right. And so important. And uh, yet another program, I'm presuming that if people go through Restaurant Week, that they would be supporting over at Three Square. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's let's end it by talking about the fun part of, of this whole thing, which is Restaurant Week. I know, Kate, that you enjoy good meals when they come your way, right? You like, you like checking that stuff out. What are some of the menu items or some of the restaurants that you, Kate Hibbard Gaines is excited about (laughs) during restaurant week? Well, I had the opportunity earlier this week actually to do a TV interview over at a property um, over at Resorts World. I, it was my first time stepping in that property, and I was over mm-hmm. at Kusanori. Uh, they their chef came out, put together some of the food for um, for TV, right? And that's got to be eaten after TV. So we had um, the opportunity to indulge in some of that. It was delightful. Um, you know, staying on that Japanese sushi. I, like I love Blue Ribbon sushi. It's it's just one of my favorite spots here in town. I look forward to to checking them out, as well as Border Grill. That's always a good one. They put together really great portions of food. I find myself usually bringing leftovers home. So those are a few that I'm kind of eyeing, as, as well as some of those locals, like Honey Salt and um, I already mentioned, you know, Table 34. They do some great stuff. Right. Well, and there's, you know, as I was perusing and, and you know, I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to strategically plan my restaurant week as well. Some of the items are really seem very, very specific and, and maybe even designed just for this special, you know, 12 day restaurant week extravaganza. Are there any items that jump out at UK? I, th- I think, I mean, I'll just, just cause I had, just cause I ate it. Kusanori had a really great dessert. I don't even know. It was just beautiful. It, you know, I almost didn't want to eat it because it looked so pretty, <laughs> but then it tasted really, really good. Well, what was it? It was a tiger blood custard. Oh my gosh. That yeah. sounds remarkable. Tell so me, what was that? Cool name. It had yeah. yuzu cream, strawberry passion fruit crunch, a mandarin sorbet. It was just very beautiful to look at, but even better to eat. 
I bet. I, I saw an item over at the newest place downtown, which is the uh, Pepper Club at the English Hotel. So they have three courses and it's a $40 lunch. And one item's called Taco Bell, spelled B-E-L-L-E. And it's got teriyaki short ribs and serrano rings and spicy citrus slaw and little cilantro. So all really kind of like amazing little concoctions of food for restaurant week, which is obviously something really special. And people can even check out those special new spots in town too. I should mention too, it's kind of unique about this year as we're kind of coming back out of the pandemic as well. A lot of the restaurants are also now offering a takeout option, which we've never really had before. So that's kind of exciting. So when you go um, to restaurantweeklv.org, you can actually sort through the restaurants by maybe who's doing takeout and to-go options. There's also the option for to find the places doing patio dining. So maybe if you're still a little bit on edge about going out to eat, there's a couple places that are offering patio dining. And I know for me as a new mom, that's probably what I'm looking at. I know Border Grill offers that. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's make sure we cover that. You know, Kate, one out of six Southern Nevadans are food insecure. One out of four children live in food insecure households. Three Square is our community's food bank that is really trying to address this issue and, and narrow that gap. And, and I appreciate your efforts. I appreciate your organization's efforts. And I'm really looking forward to participating in, in Restaurant Week myself. Kate Hibbert-Gaines, thank you so much for joining us on CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks for having me, David. Appreciate it. And now for an amuse-bouche of news. Nevadans don't appear to be rushing to the polls during early voting. Less than 7% of us have done it so far. And it looks like Democrats are favoring mail ballots while more Republicans prefer to vote in person. Also, thanks to a change in county law, kids under 21 can now go into karaoke bars that serve alcohol. Now we just need a law that lets them vote while they choose their favorite Bon Jovi song. Kids like Bon Jovi, right? Hey, go vote, y'all. That's a wrap. Your choice of corn or flour tortilla on CityCast Las Vegas for the week, which is also restaurant week. Our lead producer is Sonia Cho Swanson, and our producer is Layla Muhammad. Our newsletter editor is Scott Dickensheets, and our hosts are me, David Figler, and Vogue Robinson. Music is by OG Moose. We record this show on the traditional homelands of the Nuuvi, the Southern Paiute people. If you enjoyed our show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review. We love reading those reviews and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Tuesday morning with more news from around the city. Bon appetit. And now with a little news, David, David, what are you doing? I'm eating a donut. Okay.